Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Joel Malkin. WJNO.com. And Hap Burstein, the movie guy from PalmBeachArtsPaper.com, is with us uh, with a movie with a, a small M. Uh, for, yeah. for this weekend, and, and, and for like the last five weeks, I guess. Uh, very Well, little, certainly very I thought gone. by this point we would have turned the corner and gotten some good movies, but we're kind of scratching this week. You know, Joel, we, we've long disagreed about the value of horror films, and that debate will surely continue with uh, this week's weekend's latest called Barbarian. It's actually a surprisingly smart uh, movie loaded with humor and gore. It begins with a modern dilemma because Tess, played by Georgina Campbell of uh, uh, of Broadchurch, uh, she has rented an Airbnb uh, that's uh, in a dubious neighborhood in the outskirts of Detroit. But her most immediate problem is that the place has been double booked, and Keith, played by Bill Sarsgaard of It, is already there. Now, graciously and a little creepily, he offers to share the house with her since all the nearby hotels are full with a convention in town. So this is a, a, a horror film? Well, wait. See, the, uh, the next day, Tess goes into the basement to fetch a roll of toilet paper and locks herself in the basement. And uh, going further into the dark, uh, cavernous lower depths, uh, she finds, well, I'm not going to tell you what she finds, but and the audience I was with, it was enough to get them screaming. Now, then the movie jump cuts to an L.A. highway and a showbiz character named A.J., played by Justin Long, he is cruising along without a care in the world. And, of course, that's about to change. He learns by a phone call that an actress on his latest production is suing him for sexual harassment. Now, he is suddenly in such financial distress that he has to go fix up and, uh, and sell a home that he owns in Detroit. Right, the very home where Tess and Keith are trapped. Now, A.J. flies to Detroit, enters the house, sees that obviously there's some sort of poacher on the premises, and before we can yell back at the screen, don't go downstairs, A.J. is uh, trapped along with Tess and Keith and some really disgusting characters. Now, that should be enough to tell you whether barbarian is uh, for you or not. Uh, for me, it was needlessly gory. Uh, but writer-director Zach Kreger uh, does know how to inject some comedy along with the horror. It's not my thing, but I think you'll like it, uh, Joel. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see whether it can make a dent at the box office. It really doesn't have much competition this week. <laughs> Plays only in theaters, and quite a few of them. You know, it was interesting when I was looking over this, uh, the synopsis for this film, and I saw Justin Long's name, and um, I didn't realize just how many horror films he's, he's done. He's, you know, first of all, you don't see him much anymore. He, he was a bigger name. Remember he did that Die Hard? I think it was Die Hard 4. It was Live Free or Die Hard. Right, right. Um, I think you're right. In, 
back in 09, the only horror film I remembered him being in was Drag Me to Hell, which I actually liked. I think it was like a remake. Um, I actually liked that. It was kind of campy, but I, I kind of liked that movie. But now I'm looking at his, um, his internet movie database list, and he has, he has several of them, including uh, one, I guess, this year he did, which I guess went straight somewhere, House of Darkness. <laughs> An R-rated so do you film. think he's he's drawn to these, or these are the only ones that'll be cast I, in? I think these are good at this point. I think at this point he's that's all he's cast in. It. I don't think he's doing a whole lot. He did. I guess there's a. I didn't realize that Creep Show was a TV show now, and he the, the, the like the old Creep Show movie or TV. Remember sure, that? Sure. Apparently they brought that back. I guess, and he did one episode of that last year. Um, he. I don't know. Maybe uh, he's got a lot of stuff here, but I haven't heard of any. I guess he did the Connors. I guess he did an episode or two of that. The, the old Roseanne show. The man uh, works. Okay. Uh, so he works. He's just not. You know, he used to be in. 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 You know, he did. A, he did a few movies where he got his name out there, and and he's. You know, but he doesn't uh, really carry a went. movie. He's always in support. Right. But he, he kind of came and went. But yeah. But he was still out in the movies that people had heard of. <laughs> is what I'm saying, and it's he kind of came and went pretty quickly. Well, they're right? pushing Barbarian pretty hard, so I think it's uh, if you're looking well, for a new movie out. this week. Yeah, exactly. This is it. Yeah, but I think it's an R-rated horror film. And, and oh, I guarantee how, it. How well do they? R-rated. How well do they do? Although, I mean, maybe it'll. Yeah, it's R-rated. How you know? I guess maybe it'll benefit for the fact that there's nothing out. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you'll find something else for us. I'm sure. What else? Uh, of course, I do. do yes. Set in a movie, moody, constantly overcast small Midwest town. A movie called Delia's Gone is a, a dark drama about a grown sister and brother duo. Delia, played by uh, Janelle Williams, she's a caregiver to, by default to her brain damaged brother, Lewis, a terrific Stephen James, who uh, appeared in uh, If Bill Street Could Talk a few years ago. Now, as we see early on, Delia will do anything for Lewis including robbing a pharmacy uh, at gunpoint for the uh, prescription drugs that he really can't afford. But one night, teetotaling Lewis goes on a drunken bender, wakes up the next morning to find Delia dead in their home uh, in a pool of blood. So uh, obviously he's uh, tried and he's convicted uh, and uh, manslaughter. Um, clearly a set-up job, and uh, when he eventually gets out of prison, uh, he goes to put together the pieces and track down the real killer. I mean, it's it's kind of a formulaic thing, but James is so good. Uh, First-rate performance as Lewis, um, and really um, drawing us inside his head, his addled brain, as he tries uh, to uh, put together the pieces and figure out this, what's going on. Marissa Tomei, of all people, huh. uh, plays a, a cop sympathetic to Lewis, but all the evidence of uh, foul play really points to him. Also prominent in support is uh, Paul Walter Hauser. Remember him, a kind of large guy who played Richard Jewell? In that, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Clint movie a few years ago. So, but uh, not all of Delia's Gone really hangs together, but uh, the performances sell it, I think. Um, So, Robert Boudreaux wrote and directed the film, and it's a well-made drama, good enough to get you away from your TV and out to a theater. That's where it's only playing. 
Well, Marissa Tomei, Marissa Tomei has time now, uh, being that uh, she's uh, <laughs> no longer going to be in the Spider-Man movie. You know what? If it's a spoiler at this point, it's been how many how many months? Of, almost a year, I think, since that movie's been out. So uh, anyway, um, I wanted to I wanted to mention uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Uh, why would you mention that? It was, it was, it was you know, just back in theaters, here. right? Because it's yeah, and it's still back. I was just looking; it's still back. If you ha- if you've seen it already, uh, you 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 may not have really. And who seen hasn't? It. But but right. you may not have uh, really seen it because there are. So yeah, there minute, are there's, some, there's some additional minutes. Yes, anything there, worth uh, worth probably uh, ten to twelve, 10 to 12 minutes. Um, oh, wow, I mean, define important. It's entertaining if you really like the film and you're looking for something to see, and you know, there's not a whole lot out. And we could talk about Jaws, which in 3D, which apparently is still out, but we can get to that in a minute. But um, sure. you know, it, it's if you really like the movie, like I did, I had seen it twice, and so now I've seen it three times. But it's you no, know, it's, it's a, a very new... entertaining movie. It's just that you know, name a director's cut that added yeah. ten or twelve minutes more. They really improved the movie. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. It it really stretched, especially the early parts of the movie, because um, a lot of those extra scenes and um, really mainly it's extended scenes. It's scenes you've already seen. Yeah, scenes, scenes. Oh, they just um, in, they, instead of cutting it uh, correctly. Yeah. They just yeah, added back they, stuff that they cut they out. They just added, okay. added some of the stuff, some lines, and you know, it's mostly that. There might be some other scenes that you know were kind of thrown in, but it's it. Um, it was it, it, for somebody like me that really, I really loved that movie, um, that specific Spider-Man. But movie. did any of the new stuff really stand out as important? Probably not. You know, it's, it's okay. it, and and even with the old DVDs, Blu-rays, you watch them, and uh, you know, I like to watch the deleted scenes, and I'll watch right, them and go. Right. Some of them, will be, I'll be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. That's neat. And then I'll think to myself and go, I understand though why they cut it. That's it. Exactly. Uh, but that being said, you know, it's entertainment. And if you well see, I went on Saturday during National Cinema Day. I was up in Orlando with my nine. Ah, uh, the three dollar day. Um, yes. And we we went. I didn't expect, uh, at least at this specific theater we went to, it was a regal um it to the the three dollar day worked for that theater at least specifically we went at night uh, it was like a nine nine p.m showtime and it was uh, yeah like uh, going in there to like to wait in line for the for the popcorn and it, it was forever and we got in there and we got in just in time for the beginning of the movie but we missed the Okay, again, if it's a spoiler to you, you can just hold <laughs> your fingers in your ears at this point. No, but it's been a long no. time. Uh, the three guys that play all three Spider-Mans that oh. are in that movie uh, yes. are, are kind of chatting amongst each other. I don't know what they said. I'm guessing they said, it was so great to work with you. And, hey, folks, you know, here's some scenes that uh, we thought you'd like, uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what they said because I missed it, which that kind of sucked. Um, but well, I'm not going to But the main thing that. is... Uh, I think the the industry says you, we still have to lure back people into the theaters. Maybe a real cut rate admission price will do yeah. it. And if people go in and realize that it's safe to be back in theaters, we just need to get some good movies for them. Yeah. Meanwhile, you you know it's a little too late for Cineworld, which uh, is the corporate owner of mm-hmm. uh, Regal, because I think it was yesterday they officially filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. Um, not that that means they're going to go well, down. Well, that's called you know, re- reorganizing. That right, still right. Be around. Right, but uh, but it was again. It was you know the National Cinema Day. What didn't come in time to save them from that? Uh, give us your art house pick, and then uh, we can well, talk about Jaws a little bit. Okay, fair enough. Well, you'll be delighted to learn that I do have an art house pick. It's a it's a family medical drama about a quadriplegic and his unlikely service animal. It's called Gigi and Nate, and and Nate played by a guy named Charlie Rowe. 
Uh, he's being a college-bound uh, teen whose academic career is derailed when he uh, contracts meningitis and becomes wheelchair-bound. Marsha Gay Harden, Oscar winner, is Nate's Earth Mother helicopter mom who will do anything for her son, even get him a, uh, a cheer-up service animal named Gigi, who is, wait for it, a capuchin monkey. Now, this is apparently based on a true story. you got to go with it. Now, the two child characters, uh, they bond, of course, and uh, uh, really the, the idea is that it's... <laughs> It's about, you think, the power of uh, unconventional animals to help the, the healing process. But then the film takes a, a turn, an unexpected turn, with a very vocal animal rights advocate who challenges the use of the monkey, first in a, in a grocery store and then in a courtroom. Now, Nate and Gigi uh, has the feel of a TV movie, uh, maybe an after-school special. But uh, I, the bond between Nate and Gigi is so endearing that it makes for, uh, I think, uh, really an appealing, compelling story. And again, they say it's true. I, I don't know how true it is. It plays at several theaters throughout Palm Beach County and uh, just may catch on. Um, yeah, it's playing. Actually, it's, you know, your art house picks are not typically, not always, I should say, in the uh, in the commercial, the, you know, the bigger theaters. But uh, I guess with not a whole lot. <laughs> Again, it's a, it's a comment on what's available, what's out there. Yeah, they have yeah. screens to fill, so why not uh, put this on there? Another one that is showing there, and I looked this up. Uh, Life Mark is a, a new one, also, and this is Life Mark. Uh, yeah, this is a this sounds, looks to sounds be, this like is, a a big box store. It's a uh, it's a Christian based. It's Kirk Cameron. He doesn't direct it, but he stars in it. Um, okay. But uh, I guess he must be the father. But this is David's comfortable world is turned upside down when his birth mother that happens. His birth mother unexpectedly reaches out to him, longing to meet the 18 year old son she's only held once. So anyway, um, yeah. Again, there's <laughs> there is stuff out there. If, you're, if you want to see it, rush. I think it won't be around too much longer. No, that's yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, oh, another one. I, I didn't want to not mention this one. Medieval. I, I'm not going to read what this is about, but it's a. Uh, this is uh, one of those old. Uh, I don't know when the hell it even takes place. The, the whole oh, <laughs> the Holy Roman Empire. So there ah, you go. Um, and right. this is, uh, this is a, supposedly a true story of one of the greatest warriors in history. And uh, this warrior is played by Ben Foster. And we know his, uh, you might yeah, recognize his name. Name. You recognize his name. You definitely recognize his name. Yeah. Um, Michael Caine shows up in this. Um, who knows how <laughs> Michael long. Michael Caine will, will do anything to get in a movie. He's just looking to increase his IMDb list. <laughs> yes. Michael Caine. Uh, speaking of Michael Caine, he was in uh, he was in Jaws Four: The Revenge. I use that. I knew as, you'd get back to this. I, I, You're going to blame him for that movie, right? I'm I'm using that as a uh, as a segue to go back to the original first Jaws because it is still out this weekend in 3D. Yeah, well, you know what's course, interesting? I said last week that they're probably going to going to uh, wipe it off of all. Uh, uh, availability other than yeah, in you theaters thought. to try and get people back, and yet I found it on streaming. I watched the movie on my TV last week, obviously not in 3D, um, and uh, it, it, it's a strong, strong movie. What's so interesting is this is what started the summer blockbuster phenomenon, and yet compared to the movies today that are out in the summertime making a fortune, 
there's really not that much uh, cons- computer-generated effects. There is, of course, the mechanical shark named Bruce, and, you know, three wonderful performances, Richard Dreyfus, uh, Roy Scheider, and Robert Shaw. Uh, the last two, of course, are no longer with us. And uh, Richard Dreyfus has to beat the drum for Jaws, but it absolutely holds up. And, of course, it jump-started uh, Steven Spielberg's career. Um, good, strong film. Um, you know, if you didn't go back in the water that year because you were frightened by the sharks, it's understandable. Uh, didn't do much for the shark industry. But uh, it's, 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 it's an awfully good film. I want to leave us on this note. You went and saw a horror film for us, which, by the way, that just that's just a testament to how little there is out there that Hap would actually go see one. Oh, no, uh, no, no, it's my love for you, Joel. Yeah. Bar- <laughs> Barbarian. By the way, I just wanted to bring this up. Rotten Tomatoes score. This is the critics, like you, 93%. What? 93%. So I, Again, I think it's what their expectations were and what, what got delivered. Uh, but it's it's really gory. <laughs> okay. Usually gore does not amount to uh, critical acclaim. Not but, among uh, the critics, no. no. But uh, I, I might just give that a try this weekend. Justin uh, Long fans, that's it. Justin Long, yeah. Um, anything coming? Let's see. Oh, here you go. This is probably next week. Yes, yeah, September 16th, uh, The Woman King. This is mm. with, uh, gosh, I'm flaking on her name, and I'm looking right at her. Viola Davis. Viola, Viola Davis. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm, what I'm focusing on for next week? Clerks 3. Uh, is that next week? The, oh, that is next week, I yeah. I believe it is. You know, remember that, that wonderful initial uh, uh, movie, very mm-hmm. much independent, small, low budget, and created a couple of great characters, uh, uh, Smith, Kevin Smith, Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith yeah. directed. Made Kevin, made Kevin Smith a name. I mean, that was nobody knew. It, who he was. it really uh, put him on the map. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, now by by Clerks three, could it be any good? Who knows? I liked but, uh, I liked Clerks two better than the first Clerks. <laughs> I just well, I don't know. He had a little bit of extra money. It was yeah. a little more polished. Yeah, um, it was funny. It, it, it was a funny film. Well, so is the first. Ben Affleck is in this. Ben Affleck shows up in this, but he's not playing the character that he played in the other Kevin Smith movie, The uh, Mall Rats. That was what the thing that he, people he has like. He been sort of member of the Kevin Smith uh, rep company yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for a lot of these many years. Yeah, good friends. Um, and we shall see. But, uh, right, the, the, um, the Woman King is, uh, well, it, it, it just sounds... Uh, pretty violent, but <laughs> yeah. Viola Davis, you know, it, it she's, probably she's won't a be, force of nature. It probably will not be as gory as Barbarian, uh, the way it. Uh, no, I didn't say gory. I didn't say gory, but I think I think it's violent. I think it's a uh, intertribal um, uh, war uh, that we have. Well, we will chat next week. Okay, we'll take a look. We'll see what you can talk about. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.